Hey everyone, I'm John Ferda. And I'm Kayla Wallace. And this is Sage Sage After After Listening. Welcome back everybody to another episode of Sage After Listening. We are a week late, I'm sorry. It is Kayla's fault, Uh, she did the wrong research. Hold on one second. Um, so John texts me, what is it, two weeks ago now, saying, hey, we should do the HMS Queen Mary. And I'm like, you know what? That's nice. John never picks the episode. I always pick. John texts me. He wants to do this. Cool. I'll do it. So like any person who has any type of ADD, ADHD, I wait until the day before to do my research. Typically, I spend over an hour researching this goddamn boat, this boring ass boat to find out that it sunk And it was never rebuilt. And then I'm like, well, what the hell? Like, how is this thing haunted? Spooky. Um, He meant the RMS, Queen Mary. So we were off by one letter. So I texted him and I said, hey, you sent me the wrong boat. We are not doing it tomorrow. He goes, might have been my fault. I said, go up in our text thread. It is your fault. (laughs) To be fair, (laughs) who who would see that? Who would know that there are two boats, an RMS and HMS? I know. And you know what's crazy? Do you know what RMS stands for? No. Me neither. I don't have a fucking clue. I know Her Majesty's right, ship. Right man ship. And right man ship? I'm guessing. The right motherfucking ship. Is the that, right motherfucking ship. It's yes, the right honestly. motherfucking ship, Queen Mary. <laughs> and so then, anyways, we did the right motherfucking ship, Queen Mary. We did. And we were supposed to record on Sunday, but I went to Cleveland to see my best friend for her birthday and I got hammered and I was kind of hungover the next day. Also, wouldn't have made it because my mom missed the exit for fucking times our arrival time went from 4 50 to six o'clock and she listened so she is going to hear me talking shit right now but i don't care because it was we were in the car way longer it was a four-hour trip when cleveland is only two and a half hours away are you putting me into the middle of beef between you and your mom on our podcast yeah all right well i don't just so you know kayla's mom i uh i'm a neutral party (laughs) it was awful and she just almost killed me a couple times. And anyway, so th- Are I you dead? no, exactly. I could be. So you no, might be you podcasting could. with a ghost. I could be. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but so Sunday was my fault. Well, anyways, here we are. Yes. Ready to record. Yes. Um, sorry about that. I got really close to the mic. Um, we're going to talk about the RMS Queen Mary. The right motherfucking ship. The right motherfucking ship. And... What do you got? Okay. Um, So we'll start with some history. She, well, she's a she. Yeah, Um, most ships are she's. British. The she ship. The she ship. (laughs) Okay. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. (laughs) Okay. Um, So she's a British ocean liner. Um, She sailed the Atlantic Ocean from 1936 to 1967. Um, How good were ships though back then, honestly? I mean, they were pretty good. I mean, well, excluding like the Titanic, that's pretty much like we have hundreds and hundreds of years of naval. I just watched the Supernatural episode where the ti- they like unsunk the Titanic, the angel. They unsunk the Titanic? Yeah, I, don't, I missed that episode. What season is that? Like Balthazar in season six. Balthazar. He unsinks the Titanic. So now fate is going around and killing ancestors of people who should have died. And oh. now she's trying to kill Dean and um, 
Sam. Gotcha. It was a good episode. I, you know what? It's been so long since I've watched that series. I just totally forgot about that episode. Oh, you're the only person I can talk to about it. So fair enough. <laughs> but anyway, so it was built um, by John Brown and Company in Scotland, and she was named after Mary of Tech. Which fun fact: the HMS Queen Mary was mm-hmm. also named after Mary of Tech. Both of these ships. That because makes sense. when I saw that fact, I had to go back and double check that I wasn't doing the same fucking ship again. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on okay uh that's cool so it was built when did you say 1936 1936 okay so it's an old ship it's not that yeah. old it's, it's a relatively modernish old enough um, old enough old enough i have a grandparent had a grandparent who was born before that so like yeah before you said had had as in well like, it was like recent yeah. though that he passed so it's not like it's like it's pretty old you know, man so there are people alive who were born before the ship was built, at least. Okay, yeah. Right. That's a fair statement. And sailed on her maiden voyage, you said 27th May, 1936? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. You oh. did some research. I am reading the Wikipedia article right now. Wow, that's like so that more effort research, than you've ever done. That is not true. Round of applause. That is not true. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's only kind of true. Uh, okay, it won the blue ribbon. Oh, see, I don't even have that included in my notes. Yeah. Nice. Won the Blue Ribbon Award that um, August. The first voyage was from Southampton to New York, by the way. Okay. Which um, was also... And she, so um, she got there June 1st. The Titanic? What did, where did the Titanic start from? <sighs> the UK, right? Titanic maiden voyage route. That doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter. It also did Southampton to New York. Oh, that's interesting. So it, it took the same route just a couple years later. It was How a cursed that? route. It, apparently, it was a cursed route. Um, so then traveled to and from Southampton in New York again in 1939. In 1940, she was turned into a troop ship mm-hmm. and sailed from New York to Sydney, Australia to pick up soldiers to take back to the UK. Be- that's pretty crazy. Because the UK owned Australia back then. Owned it. Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, you know. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You're I know picking what you mean. up one put down. I'm picking up. I'm getting um, what you're She was one of the largest troop ships carrying 50,000, not 50, sorry, 15,000 men per voyage. Wow. That's and quite a bit. She was very, very quick, and U boats uh, were unable to catch her. Um, Let's see. On October 2nd, 1942. Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just listening. Oh, okay. It was an interesting look. <laughs> I was like, do you want to say something? No. Okay. No, I'm good. Just um, listening. October 2nd, 1942, she accidentally sunk one of her allies. The Wait, did she have weapons on her? Or how did she sink an she ally? She ran into it. She ran it over. Yeah. It. It's called the Curacoa. C-U-R-A-C-O-A. Curacoa? Yeah. I think. Um, Killing 239 people. Jeez. However, she went back for the for survivors and saved 99 people. Okay. So that's good. Um, December of 1942, she was carrying over 11,000 people, was hit by a rogue wave mm-hmm. of 92 feet. I just found that's out gigantic. what a rogue wave was. Really? Yes, on TikTok. This girl, okay. this girl was like, I know why people have disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle. They figured it out. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, we used to talk about this shit in middle school. Like, turn this up. I need to know. And it was like, it's not some weird, like, it's black hole waves. or any, like, time thing. It's a, it's rogue waves. And they get up to be, like, this tall. And, like, 
they'll fuck your shit up. And I'm like, oh, damn. How scary is that? That's fucking. You're just sailing along, minding your own business, and suddenly a wave comes that's out of nowhere that's 100 foot I just, tall. I also just saw on TikTok there's a beach in like Portugal or something. Yes. Where the waves get up to be like 80,000 yep. feet, or not 80,000, 80 feet high. There's a lot of, uh, yeah, 80,000 feet 80, high. 80,000 feet high. Yeah. They touch the moon. <laughs> um, there are surfers who go down there. And yeah, I saw there were surfers. That is so crazy. Could you imagine that? That'd be insane. I would die. You, you would, correct? Yeah. Yeah, because you. How many? How many times have you surfed? Uh, never. Okay. And I'm a terrible swimmer. Really? And I can't. Yeah, I'm so bad at swimming. Which is our. I can. Adverse to water. <laughs> I can like float. I can float. Like I won't. If it's like a pool, I won't die. <laughs> <laughs> I can float. Yeah. Well, you're made of wood, so. But. It's 92 feet. That is like so scary. But it so they said if it it rolled 52 degrees and it, it would have capsized if it had rolled another three degrees. Oh, wow. Which is scary to think about. It is scary. 53 degrees and they're like, oh, just three more degrees. Yeah. Everyone on the boat, they're like, quick, lean left. <laughs> they planned it. They were like, oh, no. <laughs> Everybody. Um, so no one died on that. Nobody fell off the edge. Did it say? Nobody died. That's no, crazy. Nobody died. Imagine going 53 degrees over. That's, I can't. That's over 45. I, I don't that's, think I, I that's physically over 45, can't. So like you're literally the boat is like you can't see us obviously, but she can. That's like this. You're just like that. That's where the deck's at. That's so scary. That's, that's scary. Wild. Everybody had to be holding on to everything. Probably. I I've been watching those um, TikToks on the Antarctica cruises, and mm-hmm. when they go through the Drake's Passage, oh my god, yeah, so scary. Do I want to go to Antarctica, though? Yes. That'd be so cool. You know what's fun? What? I have a buddy who's going to Antarctica for six months. Oh, for the military? Mm-hmm. What are they? He's going to be a fireman down there. Why? Because he's going to get paid money to do it. No, but like, why do they need anybody in Antarctica? Why is the military? They have a base down there. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's not like a, it's not like a what? military base. It's like an expedition Blink twice base. if there are aliens. There are no aliens. That you know of. I mean... Nobody's going to tell me. There. Nobody's going to tell me. I'll ask him when he gets back. Okay. Will he tell you? Oh, for sure. Can you get sent down there on deployment? I mean, it's not a deployment necessarily. He's not with the military. He's with the military, he's <laughs> with the government, but it's not military. Oh. He's going to be a civilian contractor. Oh. I was going to say, your next deployment, you need to try to go there because that'd be sick. Yeah, we're going to go fight penguins. <sighs> Polar bears. Polar bears are not in Antarctica. They're not? No. I, you know what? I think I might have known that. Mm-hmm. I think I, I think I might have known that. You can't fight them. You can't fight polar bears. They actively hunt humans. They do. They'll stalk you for months. If it's brown, lay down. If it's black, fight back. If it's white, say goodnight. Or just don't go anywhere that polar bears exist. There is a city in Canada where it's illegal to lock your car doors in case someone needs to escape a polar bear. Yep. Isn't that wild? It is wild, but it's... Why would you live in a place like that? Canada. Why do you live... In Canada. Yeah. Dear Canada. Why? Please. Anyway, very off topic, but sorry. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, to be fair, so this topic that we're doing, this this boat, um, it's got a million ghost stories on it, right? There's like 250 reported sightings of ghosts uh, throughout the years on it. And frankly, I'm not convinced on any of them. So if we do get off topic on this, I feel like you're just going to have to enjoy our banter. Yeah, you will. You will. There's a lot of history. We're trying to break it up for you. Um, so July 1943, they broke the record of most people carried on a ship. 
carrying 16,635 people. That's crazy. Um, people had to sleep on the deck. Wait, I'm going to do some math real quick. 16,000, what'd you say? 16,635. Okay. All right, what's the average person weigh, you think? 170 pounds? Oh my God. Let's like kids weigh like 30 pounds. Okay, women weigh like 100. How do you, that's not true. There's 16,000 people. They're not carrying kids on this boat. I, that was what? What year did you say it was? This was 1943. That is a that was during World War II. So that's carrying troops. That was during its time carrying troops. So that's just men. So let's say the average man weighed 170 pounds, right? Okay. That is 2.8 million pounds of people. Yeah, people had carrying. to sleep on the deck. That's how crazy. scary is that? Because have, have, have you seen how dark it gets? In the middle of the ocean? Yeah. Oh, no. It's wild. Could not be me. It is really cool, though. If you've never been on a cruise, um, I recommend taking it. I have it. no desire to go on a cruise. Really? I think cruises, no, no, not for me. One, there are so many places to see. Why do I want to be trapped on the ocean, well, first so of all? So most cruises Second stop of all, at ports. So I know. So it's not know. like you're just going up. Like when we, but I took a cruise secondly, to Hawaii, and it was awesome. A lot of people, a lot of women go missing on cruises. Look that up. That is a thing. Women go missing. And they How think you missing on a cruise There's because so many places you could be. They think that there are people or employees involved in sex trafficking, and when they dock at those ports, they kidnap these women and give them, like, sell them, or people, people fall or people fall off. Okay, according to the Cruise Victims Association, almost 170 people have gone missing since 1995 on cruise ships. I don't care. It's too many. 170? I don't care. You're in the on a boat in the middle of the ocean. How are you missing? You have a better chance of going missing at Chuck E. Cheese's. I don't go there. Well. <laughs> place is dirty <laughs> as hell. <laughs> it's nasty. Well, it's like a, I mean, you're, th- and you're 30. You're not you going to be playing in the ball pit. And you see all of those. Um, like I feel like every time you hear about a cruise ship, they're like, everyone on the cruise ship got sick. Like everyone well, was yeah, like. yeah, lately because of COVID. gross. No, even before COVID. Yeah, I don't know. That's fair. All right. Anyways. It's not it's not for me. That's fair. Everyone's got their preferences. So, 1946 to 1947, she was refitted for passenger service. Ooh, back so to she, what she was originally. She's now for. a cruise boat once again. She's been recruised. Um, nothing of note happens. They retire her in 1967. Huh. Yeah. She cruised, cruised, sailed. For a thousand and one times. So That's her, a lot of trips. Her thousand and first crossing was her last. Yep. She left Southampton for the last time. Um, she is now in Long Beach, California. Yep. Have you ever had the drink, a Long Beach? A Long Beach? I've had a Long Island. So a Long Beach is a Long Island, but instead of Coke, they use cranberry juice. Oh, no kidding. Way better. I recommend. Is it really better? Hell yeah. I, I don't. Feel like, I feel like that would taste funny. I don't really like Long Islands, to be honest. No shit. Yeah, so next time you were all out, I uh, you should just get one in my honor. <laughs> so now I have, um, it's like more history, but um, like it, like it's tourist attraction history. That doesn't sound very fun. Um, meh, it's like interesting. Um, so they opened it to the public in May of 1971. Um, only like a part of it. But then in December of 1971, they turned it into the Jacques Cousteau Museum. Jacques Cousteau. What's he famous for? He's like a famous like scuba diver or something. 
Is he? Is he? Is uh, he a scuba diver, or is he like an adventurer kind of person? What do you mean adventure? Hang on. Let's use the Google machine. I remember learning about him though in like a sixth grade like reading comprehension exercise or something. Like, do you remember in middle school how you had to like read a paragraph and like find the main idea and like the context clues and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I remember doing something like that with this man. Like he was Okay. Jacques Cousteau. He's a French naval officer, oceanographer, filmmaker, and author. Oh, he so co-invented he the first successful aqualung. Is that's that a scuba diving thing? Or? Yeah, I think that's an original, like, that's one of the first things he used to scuba dive. Interesting. It assisted him in producing some of the first underwater documentaries. Hmm. Okay, so. How about that? We were kind of right. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, um, they had to close that museum after two years, though, because ticket sales were low, and the fish they had there were dying. The fish at the museum? Yeah, they had like fish tanks. Okay, so it was like almost like an aquarium. Kind of, yeah. That's interesting. A boat turned into an aquarium. I'm surprised that's not more of a thing. Yeah. That, I don't know of many boats, though, that are like you can go on and like, I don't know. We don't really live near a port either, so. No, we don't. We we definitely don't. We live by dirty rivers. Dirty river. Um. So then the Hyatt bought it and turned her into the Queen Mary Hyatt Hotel with 400 rooms. That's a pretty big hotel. Yeah. Um, that did not last, however. And in the 70s, a local millionaire, Jack Rather, bought the ship because the Hyatt couldn't afford to keep their business afloat. <laughs> 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 I wrote the word afloat, too, so I'd remember to make that joke. It was a good joke. Thank you. It was good. Thank you. <laughs> Proud of you. Um, We're making progress. <laughs> I'll be good at the dad jokes one day. One when day I'm when a, you're a dad. When I'm a dad. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, so after he died in 1984, guess who bought it? Walt Disney. You looked. Of course I looked. Okay. I did research. Okay. Well, yes. So Dis mm. Disney bought it, but they never like officially set, like came out and said that they owned it. It wasn't like marked as a, an official Disney property. Okay. They didn't um, put roller coasters on it or anything. That would be cool. It would be super cool. Probably very unsafe, but very cool. Mm -hmm. Just imagine you're on a roller coaster, like on a cruise ship, and it like fucks up and you just fly into the ocean and like your cart, you're strapped in. Oh, that'd be terrifying. I know. Maybe you just like locked into the thing. With oh my God. New nightmare unlocked. Oh. <laughs> Get a text you tomorrow and be like, God damn it. Couldn't sleep. <laughs> just thinking about roller coasters on cruise ships. Uh. No, that's scarier than the ghost. That is scarier than ghosts. That's one of my biggest fears is drowning. Yeah. Like, could you imagine? Uh, no, I Ooh. can't. That I'm also like terrified. Ugh, that and being buried alive. Those are the two worst ways to die, in my opinion. I think burning alive would be pretty bad, but you're not I afraid mean, of burning, that, I guess. Well, burning alive would hurt for like a little bit. Your eyeballs melt. Well, yeah, but then you can't see yourself dying. But you can feel it. That's not, more not for long. Mm. I don't know. It'll hurt for the rest of your life, but that won't be that long. I just ha hope that none of that happens. Um, oh, 1993. Great year. Dis what happened that year? Um, I was born. Oh. And Hocus Pocus was released. Really? Yes. I didn't realize you were born the same year Hocus Pocus was released. Yeah, I'm young. 
Wow. Um, but you are young. Holy Disney shit. also gave this ship up. Did they? Yes. Um, and since then, she has just been like an attraction. And then in the early 2000s, she became this haunted boat attraction. Haunted boat attraction. So yeah. how did that come about is what I'm curious about. Like, did they just like... So apparently, I watched um, a YouTube video of this man that used to work on it like in the 70s. And okay. So apparently people have been having ghost sightings on this thing for like decades. Um, but the management was like very hush-hush at first and was like, no... Like if a guest see like if you're doing a tour and like a guest sees like a ghost or something like try to talk them down, try to like calm them down like don't let them like go around telling people like they didn't really want it to be a thing. They try to keep it under wraps. Yeah, that and, makes sense. And then, I wouldn't want ghosts associated with my tourist attraction. Why? That bring more people. Well, it would be bring a different type of people. Yes, but like I feel like the average person doesn't want to have encounters with ghosts. You think? I think. Mm, I don't know. Those are weird people. I feel like those are the normal people. I feel like the people who <laughs> want to go and see ghosts are the def- are definitely the the weird ones. You know, weird can be defined as so many in so many different ways. I don't think it can. No, I think there's one definition. It's weird. It's against the norm. But I think what if being weird is the new norm? Then it's normal and it's not weird, right? But I don't think seeking out ghosts is normal. I think. How many times have you genuinely, like, how many times have you sought out ghosts? I know you believe in them. When have you looked for a ghost? Looked? I haven't, but would I would I pay to go to a haunted attraction if there were any oh, even around us? But I feel I like haunted attractions are, there's no way any haunted attraction is actually haunted. you got to find, like, natural, you know. No. I think, some, I think some are actually haunted, for sure. What do you think is actually haunted? I think the Lizzie Borden house is actually haunted. I think the Lizzie Borden house. What else? Go back to uh, episode one. Go listen to it. Um, what else do you think is or haunted? Or else. Don't threaten them. I'm sorry. Or else. We'll kiss kind you. Of. <laughs> <laughs> Big sloppy ones, too. <laughs> go listen to my podcast or I'll kiss you. <laughs> All right, let's go. Let's let's talk about the ghosts. This is what the people are like here that's for. That's more of a threat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ghosts. Okay, what ghosts. are the ghosts? Okay. Who are the ghosts? Okay, screaming into the microphone at this point. Uh, sorry for your ears. <laughs> I'm not. Um. Okay. Fuck your ears. So we'll start with stateroom B three four zero. All right. Um. What's in stateroom B three four zero? Walter Adamson passed away in this room in 1948 from unknown causes. So, just died. Yes. So, people that stay in that room report feeling pe- someone tugging on their blankets and seeing a man at the end of their bed. Oh, that's kind of creepy. They the room also smells like cigars and perfume, was which that, might that, be delightful. That was I I read that the stateroom uh frequently smells like that. Now, don't you think maybe that could be caused by like ventilation in the ship? I mean, no, there's not, ventilation all through the ship. Not waste sound and everything carries like not there. recently because I imagine they don't let you smoke in the ship. You probably, probably have to not. smoke on the deck. Yeah, probably. Well, that's fair. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. Um, I also hear just like groups of people talking and whistling, even though there's like nobody in there. Okay. Um, I read that that was dismissed by the uh, curator. 
basically because he said the way sound is carried through the ship, it could be anywhere. Like so, when I grew up, I grew up on top of this hill that overlooked a mill, right? And it was creepy, but every once in a while, it sounded you could hear like the foreman talking. Um, yeah, but and it sounded out- like it was right near you. That was outside. It was outside, but it just created a natural occurrence of what the ship creates. Um, it's just a corridor that reflects sound in a specific way that you can hear it. It sounded like it was right next to you. You would hear voices just outside walking around. Um, it was it was really weird. Like you wouldn't you'd be you know as a kid you're like what what is happening right now? Yeah, and then, scary probably. Yeah, you're just outside and suddenly someone's telling you to get off break. <laughs> and and like, you just didn't even know. Yeah. You didn't know what that word, Sudden, those words meant. Right? And now suddenly, I'm just working. I was weird. Those dreaded words. <laughs> those dreaded words. Breaks over. Oh God! Nobody tells me when my break is over. It's really nice, actually. That is nice. My whole day is a break. Yeah, you fight like one fire a year. Mm-hmm. I do. <laughs> I do. Um. Okay. The Maritania room. Mauritania room. Is that how you say that? I don't know. Probably. Um, Mauritania? Mauritania? Mauritania. Okay. (laughs) Say it enough, it'll mean nothing. 1989. Um, That's the year I was born. I'm an 80s baby, so. Barely. November 1989. Yeah, that's barely an 80s baby. I mean, I grew up in the 80s. What's your favorite 80s song? My favorite 80s song? Yeah. (sighs) Oh. Barracuda. I low key think that song came out in the seventies. I low key think you're wrong. Google it. I'm going to. Yeah, do it. Google it. Hold on one second, Ooh, everybody. Barracuda. It's a great song. Nineteen seventy-seven. Whatever. You owe me something for being right. Curated your Google searches. Wow, you big, you big '80s fan, you. I'm a huge '80s fan. It didn't become popular until '84. My favorite, I think, is "Tainted Love." "Tainted Love" came out in the '60s. No, it did not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Are you googling it? Yeah. Okay. We'll figure it out. Anyways, what are we doing with? So, the- in 1989. Two women were sent to um, clean this room for a VIP reception. When oh, guess what? What? When did I say it came out? The sixties. Tainted Love is a song composed by Ed Cobb, formerly of American group The Four Props Preps, which was originally recorded by Gloria Jones in nineteen sixty-four. You were kind of right, but I like the eighties version. I've never even heard the sixties version in my life. Oh my goodness! It feels so good to be right. I know. I felt that way just just thirty seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, now it cancels out. And neither of us are right. Okay. Anyway, women cleaning this room. There is a passenger sitting on a chair in the middle of the dance floor who was not saying a word, which is very weird to just be sitting in a chair in the middle of the floor. Unless you're a ghost, in which case that's probably your mo. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so when a third woman came in to start helping to clean. She rem- she said that the passenger was staring and she'd asked the passenger to move. The passenger was not moving and um, the employees were going to call security and then the passenger faded right in front of their faces. No way. 
And all three of them reported the same thing. That's crazy. Could you imagine someone just disappearing in front of your eyes? No. Because it doesn't happen. Mm. I think it could happen. Just because it's never happened to you doesn't mean that it can't happen. While that is a solid argument, it's just not in this case. Mm, Okay. Scoot was rubbing my hand during that. It was so nice. She's so cute. Scoot's our mascot. Anyway, I'll post a picture of her (laughs) on Instagram. Our spooky cat. (laughs) Um, The next one is the Mayfair room. Um, It was once the ship's beauty salon, but now it's used as offices, which is crazy to think that they'd have beauty salons on a... um, No, that's not crazy to think. Think about it. Like back in the 60s, like that was one of the big things. Like beauty salons were where everybody, all the women hung out. You know, that's where you caught up on gossip and everything. Like women didn't go hang out at like bars or anything like that. That's still where women go though. In fact, in fact, did you know that women weren't even allowed in bars in Australia at all? Until like the 70s or 80s. Damn. Yeah. For all of you listening that don't believe in feminism, right there. Yeah, women weren't allowed in bars. They had to go to um, like special bars and back rooms in the bars. You know what though? Now I'm thinking about it. Let's like actually just like 180. I would be really cool with going to a woman's only bar because men are like our natural predators. And I would feel much more comfortable drinking in a bar of all women. I think it'd be cool if it exists, but not if you're forced to go there. No, not if you're forced to go there. But that would be um, that would be really cool. Anyway, in 2001, a worker showed up at 5:30 in the morning. Overachiever um, said it felt unusually cold and felt someone brush up against them. What ye- What time of the year was this? That is a good question. I usually cold. It was like December. He's like, I'm freezing. Yeah, but it's inside. Yeah, it's a ship made of steel. I imagine the insulation isn't fantastic. Mm, maybe. But they saw a transparent figure walk across the room. So, Ooh. is that something that happens in the winter? It's and not you have to that happens anywhere. And you have to think this is California. How cold does it get in Long Beach? Ooh, that's a very good point. How cold does it get in Long Beach? I can't imagine it gets that cold. Yeah, it's probably pretty nice all year round. So, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Good point. Yeah, I'm glad that I... Still don't believe it. Still fake. I know you don't believe it, but I'm proud of myself for bringing that back up. That's good. That's a good point. Um, I'm proud of you. You're getting better at this whole arguing thing. I know. Um, Tyler says that I deflect a lot when I argue. Do you? I don't think I do. I actually think he deflects more, but... Fair enough. <laughs> so, that's fine. He he's, he won't listen to this. He, he might. He won't. He's listened to one episode. That's well, it. He says, okay. I listen to you two talk all the time. Why would I want to do it to myself, like, voluntarily? That's fair. So, anyway. First class swimming pool. Haunted. Um, the swimming pool is not in order. It doesn't... Um, Does it have water in it? No. Okay, so it's just this dry... It's just a dry pool. swimming pool, okay. yeah. Because it doesn't um, follow California health code. Gotcha. Which I don't know anything about. I didn't I don't look know that anything up. about California health code. Um, so, tell you. things that have been seen. 
a woman in a tennis skirt walking down the stairs and disappearing behind a pillar. Okay. Um, a woman in an old wedding gown with a little boy in a suit. That's weird. Who got married in a swimming pool? Maybe she got married on the boat and took some pictures by the swimming pool. Maybe, I guess. Um, a cloud of steam appearing out of nowhere, along with a little girl in blue and white. Okay. Uh, there have been wet footprints seen, like, around the pool. Just random wet footprints. While the pool was dry. While the pool was dry. Okay. Um, a tour guide in the 70s claims that he saw a young lady coming up the stairs before, like, tour hours. Um, he was just doing, like, a walkthrough. Mm-hmm. Um, she was dressed in 1960s wardrobe. They made eye contact, but she was wearing sunglasses, so he didn't see her eyes. But he, she like disappeared behind a pillar, and then he leaned over to ask her a question, and she was just gone. That's creepy. It is creepy. Imagine seeing a ghost, though. So when I think of ghosts, I think like Victorian. Imagine seeing like some like 60s like chick like in the vest and like the straight hair. Imagine seeing like a Gen Zer who's a ghost. Who's a ghost? He just like appears suddenly he's like that shit's busting he's like saw dude (laughs) (laughs) bro no cap i'm a ghost (laughs) you're gonna haunt your shit bro (laughs) frill frill no we're old we are mostly we are getting super old mostly me i'm hip with the lingo you thought it was busting it is busting that shit is busting no i am getting old 30 flirty and thriving this year. 33 and just old. 33 and... <laughs> 33 and look every fucking day of it. That doesn't rhyme. Do better. Okay. Boiler room number four. I only have one bullet a for common, this. A common tourist attraction. Boiler room number four. Boiler room number four. Um, people reported seeing a little girl holding a doll and disappearing. What is this little girl doing in the boiler room? Maybe she got lost. What is it? Bad parenting. I'm not surprised. People were bad parents back then. People are bad parents now. Um, now I have a fun one. Okay. Hatch door number 13, nicknamed Shaft Alley. Shaft Alley. Shaft Alley. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a Friday night. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Where are you going? Oh, head down Shaft Alley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ew. Gross. <laughs> okay. One night in 1966, the watertight doors in the engine and boiler rooms were ordered to be closed. Five minutes later, 18-year-old crew member from Yorkshire was found crushed in the door. Oh, um, trapped with his arms pinned to his side. <clears throat> uh, while the man was freed and carried to the hospital ward, uh, he died. It didn't matter. Okay. He showed signs of crushing injury on his arms, chest, and pelvis, and he was bleeding from his nose. Yeah. He was injected with morphine. As one is in 1966. Still injected um, with morphine quite a bit today. But died shortly after that. So his ghost is regular, regularly seen around the area. Um, he kind of like guards the door. That so, killed him? Yeah. So I don't know if he's just like haunting it because he died there or if he's like, nah, man, don't come near this fucking door. Shit will kill you. He's a helpful ghost. Yeah, maybe. Or, oh. he, or he's just stuck there. Yeah, um he got stuck there. So 
people have reported um, a, like a man running behind them, whistling. Um, others said they noticed uh, spots of grease that look like fingerprints on their faces, which you got me fucked up. Do not touch my face and leave some grease. But Yeah, that's pretty messed up. Um, Dirty ass ghost. But he is a figure... He, a figure of a bearded man in blue coveralls. This is one of the most famous ghosts. Yes, this is actually, yes, this is like one of the most famous ones. Okay. This is one that most people seem to report um, seeing. Yeah. They say sometimes they seem like wandering that hallway. Yeah. Um, asking guests if they've seen his wrench. But when they go back to find him, he is gone. Hmm. Um, now I just have little random ones that aren't associated with um, like any well this first one is associated with the room but the other two are not okay um there's a drowned girl that shows up in the second class swimming pool okay um w.e stark he i might be wrong he was like a captain or he was like in charge of something on the boat he died guess how he died i have not a clue okay he accidentally drank acid what? How do you accidentally drink acid? I have no idea. But his ghost is looking for gin. Me as a ghost. Fair I enough. He's an alcoholic ghost. I love a good gin and tonic. So I feel like gin and tonic so gross. Gin and tonic is it tastes f- like pine cones. So good. <sighs> pine salt. It's gross. Whiskey. When I was in basic training, a girl wanted to go home so bad she drank pine salt. That's crazy. I know. That's insane. But it probably tasted terrible. Pine salt bad. Gin, delicious. Ryan Reynolds gin aviation is really, really good. Is it? Yeah. Does it have abs? It gives you abs. It gives you abs. <laughs> I had abs for a whole week after drinking. <laughs> From throwing up the next day. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm an adult. I don't throw up when I drink anymore. What'd you do Sunday? I didn't throw up. Really? I was honestly, I was I I didn't feel that hungover. I was sleepy. I was just very very tired. Really? Yeah, I had I ate pizza that next day. I'll drink two beers and like I'm going to kill myself the next day. Like, mm. It is awful. You probably just don't drink enough water. Maybe. It's just I would say it's two beers. It's just it's called being 33. People blame age, but I really think if you drink enough water, you're fine. Whatever you say. Because I my hangovers insist of like, I'll get a headache and I'll be very, very tired. I don't throw up anymore. I haven't yeah. thrown up in a long time. Um, but I just take some medicine and I'm like, good, I'm just sleepy. My my hangover cure is four ibuprofen, two Tylenol, a bottle of Gatorade, bacon, and then take a big poop. That was a wild ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you said ibuprofen and then Tylenol, I was like, where is this going? Well, listen, if you've never done it, so I don't recommend doing this. I'm not a doctor. Don't take my medical advice. Two ibuprofen, two Tylenol will cure anything. I don't think you're supposed to mix those. It will, yeah, there's no problem mixing them. It will, it's like better than oxycodone. Like any kind of pain you have, you have a headache, two Tylenol, two ibuprofen. I just take gone. four ibuprofen and it's gone. Well, that's a military thing in you. What? They prescribe ibuprofen for everything. They do. Um, but we we were an ibuprofen house growing up. Were you? Yeah. Fair enough. Tylenol doesn't even work on me. If I take Tylenol, nothing happens. Nothing. I'm not cured. You just got to take more Tylenol. And then you'll go into liver failure. Oh, <laughs> At least something will happen. But it's just not necessarily what <laughs> you want. I won't be thinking about my head anymore. 
All right. Last. Don't abuse Tylenol, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. We're kidding. We're joking. Tylenol is the worst thing. It's actually the most common overdose drug. Um, people don't realize it because it's just over, sold over the counter. Um, one of our mutual friends who is in med school told me that one night. Yep. So. Yeah, Tylenol is terrible. Um, my last ghost. All it is. The it, last ghost. It, well, it's multiple. Um, there the are ghost children ghosts. in the nursery, the old nursery. It's not a nursery anymore. Okay. I wonder how many children actually died in this nursery. There's a little kitty by my feet. John just got a kitten and he's so cute. He is. Um, th- there have been just like people have, there are just sightings of like di- like kids. Mm-hmm. Um, the nun like with recognizable features, like no one has like really described them. Okay, fair enough. So let me ask you this. Serious question. Yes. Do you believe in it? Do you think it's real? I do not think this boat is haunted. You don't think this boat is haunted? I, I don't actually. Um, All right, let's hear, let's hear why. I think that just based on the history and like there was definitely things that I didn't add because um, there was just so much and I didn't want to bore you guys. Um, we decided they, to do that with just talking. I know. Well, at least we're kind of funny. <laughs> at least a little bit. Um, they, they just tried to like profit from this like too much. Like it was, it went from owner to owner to owner to owner. Like it, they couldn't decide what to do with it. It wasn't making money. Um, and there are no... Other than the guy with the door, there are no origin stories for like any of these ghosts. Yeah, you like they just kind of pop. I, out I and I, when I do my research, yes, do I wait till the day before? Yes, I like use that whole evening though. Like when I get done with work, I log onto this laptop, and I, like I, I do it. Like I, I read the Wikipedia page. You dig in a little bit. You, you I make do. Sure you I look out. through yeah. like multiple links. Like I ask questions into Google. Like I, you know, like. How did this person die? How did how did they do this? Mm-hmm. I try to find documentaries on like TV, mm-hmm. and I, I'll watch documentaries. There are no origin stories for like any of these ghosts. Like they're all so vague and like so non-descriptive. Like they just feel they just feel made up. They and, feel half-assed. Yeah, yeah, you know. And now like nobody wanted nobody wanted anyone to know this boat was haunted until. The 2000s. Why? Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't making money. And what makes money? Ghosts. Yeah. That's you know, fair. I, I don't believe that this boat is haunted. And you guys know that I believe in things. Yeah. I, um, I, I don't think this boat is haunted. I would love to, if I ever am Long Beach, I will go. Yeah, for sure. I'd like Check it ex- out yourself. I'd like to experience it. It'd be cool if it'd be cool if you actually saw something. That'd be interesting. It would. But it just it it does definitely seem like one of those things where, um, the profit is what's driving the ghost. This uh, the, 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 low key, not to rag on you because you picked this topic. This was my least favorite topic to do. I know, probably That's because probably because I don't be- I don't believe that it's haunted. Yeah, everything else that I've done, um, we've done a show on. I have like whole wholeheartedly believed the exorcism was like I was a little like maybe maybe not. I I, yeah. c- I could entertain the idea that it, maybe it wasn't real, but this. I got done and I was like, I don't think this Honestly, is haunted. when I picked it, I seen that it was like, oh, it's supposed to be the most haunted hotel in America. It, they do say that, all yeah. All this kind of stuff. And then, you know, digging more into it, but there's I not, agree. there's not a lot it wasn't of, interesting. for like 250 ghost sightings or different ghosts or whatever, there's not a lot of reviews. There's not a lot no. of things. Like no one is saying or talking about this. Yeah, it seems pretty like, uh, now maybe, you know, who knows, maybe that's a sign. It, it, it goes both ways. Maybe that's a sign that it's actually... Maybe. You know, and people are just... They don't want to talk about it. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Um, but 
with all the profit that's been thrown around with everybody, I mean, it's so many different owners. They were they were talking about um, in 2020. It closed down. It needed a lot. It got inspected. It needed a lot of work. They were talking about 300 million dollars to repair this boat, right? Um, it was going to take them three, four years. Like that's a that's a significant investment. So it definitely would um, benefit them to you know push the ghost story thing any any sort of angle they could possibly come up with hey come check out our hotel come check out this boat come check out this thing right so i agree i don't think there's a lot of this um, one yeah this is this is just one that i actually don't i don't believe yeah so i agree yeah you um you got me on one yeah fair enough but um let's end on something we end on a lot pop culture Oh, yeah. We all love pop pop culture. culture. It's been featured in over 50 movies and TV shows. Really? It it has been popular, at least in there. But once again, movies make money. Movies make money. Um, I only have the most famous on my list because I wasn't going to go through 50 movies and TV shows. Uh, Baywatch. It was on Baywatch where there goes to the original. The original. uh, No. Oh, it was just a boat. No, they they just filmed it. Okay. The Parent Trap. Really? Yeah. Wow. The boat, you know, that they like, the the picture, like the split picture that they yeah, have. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no kidding. I haven't watched that movie in so long and seeing that made me want to watch that movie. Um, Pearl Harbor. Okay. Oh, young Josh Hartnett. I mean, and young Ben Affleck. Batman Forever. Really? It was in Batman Forever? Mm-hmm. And um, a big favorite, Anchorman. No kidding. Mm-hmm. I mean, I imagine it's in Long Beach, so it's close to Hollywood. Yeah, um, and if they need if they need a boat, if they need a boat. They're going to be filming on. Hey, they can make money off it, so why not? So those are those are the big ones. The other ones, like mm, I could have named, but I mm, yeah, th- these were the big ones. Fair enough. Well, anyways, guys, uh, so that's our verdict on the RMS Queen Mary. But but before we go, before we go, I want to shout out our international listeners because i was very very excited when you texted me and said that we had like however many like over 200 downloads or something or 300 and then when i looked at the data we have listeners in the uk and morocco and africa and china and australia we are international yeah and i want to shout out to all of them because download a piece thank you appreciate you our number four top listener is belgium Really? Yes. That's pretty cool. So I'm surprised I, that you can understand us. They teach English pretty much everywhere. I know. So, but know. I'm excited and I want to shout them out because that's pretty cool. That yeah, right on kudos to you guys. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate it a lot. Yes. Um, but that's it. That's all I wanted. I just wanted that's to shout. All? I just wanted to shout them out. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, thank you very much for tuning in, and don't forget to say after listening. <laughs>